Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What up? We are here. Jay Foreman, Austin Orman. We are old school. Brought to you by the Mercado Certified Piedmontese. Special ingredients in Butcher Shop, 84th and Havelock, 30th and Yankee Hill. Those are two Lincoln locations. Um, it's a beautiful day here in Lincoln, getting up towards 80 degrees and almost 80 mile an hour winds, but we are not complaining. We are live in effect here at 1040 O Street, the uh, mecca of sports radio in the state of Nebraska. Um, well, at least our unbiased opinion or our biased opinion, especially in Lincoln. We dominate Lincoln. Omaha does some good stuff, too. Um no hating, just uh, joking around here. But um, I want to appreciate Nick Sainert, you know, stepping in for Eastrick and then also uh, going a little bit of extended crossover there. Uh, I think that's great. You, know, you just never know what you'll see walking around. Just a, If you take a gander across the street here, uh, Austin, there goes – well, we just got blocked. There goes my hero. Yeah, there goes Steve Austin Taylor, the All-American, walking <laughs> down the street. I don't, he must looks like he's about to do a real estate deal or something. Classic Steve. Yeah. And, we had uh, – we had- Two fire trucks, two ambulances, the fire chief, and four police cars. There you go. Down in that corner earlier Steve, today. Well, Steve's walking across the street. Let's see if he can make it within five seconds. <laughs> but not gonna happen. With that being said, it was a really good conversation that you guys had. Um, you know, coming down about Lincoln sports, both in you know, obviously basketball, uh, state basketball is about to start up here with the girls in in uh, on Wednesday. But you got the last uh, district finals here. I think tonight and tomorrow throughout the whole state. And so it does shed light on the difference here. And I think that where, you know, when I was in high school, I would probably say the Lincoln schools dominated more in football um, mm. and probably 50-50 in basketball, maybe still. But but I think as time has went on, I think the changes came in, the, in the, like you mentioned, the mentality in, in Omaha or the Metro or whatever you want to call it. And it seeped in, down all the way to Gretna in the Ashland, uh, up towards Bennington. Um What's the school that had the really good uh, player like Platte View? You yeah, know, and that's yeah. a, you know you consider mm-hmm. I consider that the metro. It's up in Omaha. Sure. You mm-hmm. know, um, it's a totally different mentality, and it's not that Lincoln can't do it. And I think it's just a different mentality down here and mm-hmm. the different standard. Um, the one thing about those schools, like you can say whatever you want about West Side, and you know, supposedly they recruit, they don't. They I, they they are involved all the way down. To fourth grade mm. yeah i played against or we we i've coached against a a, a west side team because they were you know pretty much replicas of kind of like west side jerseys and uh, all the kids are, are now at, at west side and i was like well you know i was asking them about their press break or something because we had played them and 
they they were playing another team that was pressing them, and the team was from like Oklahoma, and they was doing well. Now sometimes it didn't execute well; they didn't finish or whatever. But the concept of it, he was like, "Oh yeah, you know, high school coach comes and teaches a couple things, or you know, they come, they're involved in it, mm-hmm. and um, and they and I'm pretty sure the communication from let's say the bottom is pretty." There is no red tape where you'll get an answer back when you go to, let's say, the top, which would be high school coaches. I think that's a little bit lost here in Lincoln. Um, I think they need to get out and get involved at the youth sports. I think they need to get get out and get involved and get to know the the the, the club coaches, club teams, encourage players to do more. You know, there's coaches still out here. I think, you know, look, it's, it's widely known or the unknown that, they, you know, like they don't want their players. Some of them, some high schools around here don't want them to play in seven on seven. Some of them don't want them to go see a trainer. I don't understand it because if they had the means to go do it, there's only going to make your job better or easier. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, It's just a weird mentality now. Well, it's, it's selfish is right. what it is. You know, it's making it about, about you and the job that you do coaching instead of about the kids. Right. But if you're doing that good of a job coaching, I understand it, but it's not happening obviously because right. you know, it's, it, you know, the championship here is down at Memorial stadium and it's, it's taken over by everybody from Omaha. Now, granted, I think this is a, it was a great run by Westside and Gretna and all them. And, and they've been in it for so long, but ultimately they produce a lot more football players. And it's not that the lack of talent. I always tell people, man, you can walk at the, through the mall, every high school, and you see kids that is like you just I just know what an athlete looks like. Now I don't know where what they're what where they're at mentally, like mentality wise. Mm-hmm. But I think if they have a little bit of that mentality, you can help build on that just because of coaching and atmosphere. Mm-hmm. The one thing that is really apparent that is really clear up in the metro, and I don't know, it doesn't matter where you start the metro. You could just start once you just get out of Lincoln. They build programs up there. Mm-hmm. So everybody's excited about what Lincoln East did in baseball, win the state championship. Mm-hmm. Okay, Atlantic came down here and built the program. Now you can you can you can you can agree, disagree, uh, champion or minimize what he's done. He's got a standard, he's got a work ethic, and he's got an example of what it takes to win. Mm-hmm. And this is the way it's going to do the way it's going to go and rest is it now granted they've had they got talent but all those kids that are in that program probably top to bottom they're looking at him that's the ultimate goal who who they want to play for they also looking at the players that are playing so they already kind of know where what to shoot for Mm -hmm. but everybody that's in the mix of trying to be on the freshman team i guess reserve jv and varsity they know they just can't sit around eating Twinkies, sit around and go, you know, hit a couple, you know, good hits in, in, a, in a batting cage and get on the field. I think your point of baseball is the one example I think Lincoln's doing an okay job with. They're doing right? a really good job. You look at, at what Southeast had back right. in the day with Alex Gordon and that team. And um, Southwest. Um, Java Chamberlain yeah, Northeast, yeah, Southwest with yeah. Max Anderson, right? You can go through Lincoln baseball and say, hey, for the most part, these programs well. are doing well. I don't throw, you know, Norris or Beatrice right. in that mix. They're their own thing. Seward's had some guys here and there. But football and basketball are behind. Way behind. There, there's no doubt about it that football and basketball are behind. I'll throw, you know, Pius the Tenth, you know, Thunderbolts in the baseball conversation as sure. well. Oh, yeah, for so, sure for them, yeah. So maybe, you know, football and basketball coaches talk to the baseball team. Like, hey, what are you guys doing? When do you start your program? What do you look for in athletes? Because... They're well. They're building. The, they're building the program. Atlantic is over there. And now, granted, I think there's others. Just because they Lincoln East has won a state championship doesn't mean that everybody else isn't doing it. But it, 
this is it was monumental that a Lincoln team won the state championship right mm-hmm. last year. But he came down from Omaha, so he brought that mentality down here. Right, it's a program, mm-hmm. right, and it, it's it's tough. Competition is thick. Now, look, I will tell you this: he's in the best situation possible because you got the biggest school in in Lincoln that you, you know you can't opt into. So you got the mo- you got the more to to pick from. So you can really ha- you can have a more you know black and white cutthroat type of hey, this is what I'm doing, take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. Now, when you, you're just trying to get barely 11 guys out there on the field or whatever it is, or nine guys in baseball, 11 in football, then, you know, you got to, you know, sometimes you got to be able to, you know, bend a little bit. But ultimately, take take baseball out of it. The only example I was giving to baseball is, you know, is they're building a program. Mm-hmm. When you go up in Omaha, them dudes are building it. They got a program. They work at it. They have fun. They work at it. Mm-hmm. There's a there, there's a commitment because when you're playing these type of basketball and, and football, it's committed. There is no and it's not that they don't have the resources. You got some coaches, you know, that want to you know go around and recruit guys. You know, there's a you know you can have 14 guys on the bench, all of them thinking they could, could play, um, have their idea of a player, but don't have any relationship with a player. You ain't gonna win that way. You might go on a two or three year run where you had a good team, but that ain't going to do nothing for you long term. We're talking about building a program where you're always in it, right? Um, football as well. It's about you know communication, being involved with the players, hold them to the standard. You got you can't you, you you just some of the things they do is just it's so far like out of the out of the out of the like the way that you're that it's going to get done. Then you get mm-hmm. mad when you get beat, right? Like you, you, you want to have it both ways. You want the easy way out, and you want to win. I would say, I would say they they, they play tennis. They want to go play Wimbledon and not lose a point. Mm-hmm. They want to serve, run over, volley. They want to spike it, spike it back. They want a flop shot. They just want to keep playing endless back and forth and not lose a point. Mm-hmm. You you have to be able to commit. And yes, it, it's it's you know I don't know if the Metro or Omaha you have to be a teacher to be a coach. I don't necessarily think so. Now I've heard now text line. I'll be willing. Let me, if you know, let me know differently. I think you have to be a teacher to be a coach here um, or some sort of deal. But, you know, is that going to change anything? Not well, necessarily. Even if it is a thing, right? It's both a reason and an excuse. Right. You know, I think a lot of people would point to it as the reason like, oh, well, we can't we can't necessarily hire the best people because of the district. Well, OK, well, if you can't go get the people you want, train the people you do have. Coach or, them or up, hold coach them your as, coaches. Or, or hold, them as, hold them accountable. Like, yeah. here, here's what I'll tell you this. All right. I'm, I'm going to tell you this for what, what you call it. If you if you if I have a basketball program, I'm going to tell you I'll, I'll give you people out there to, a, a, a foolproof plan on what if you want to know what the head coach is about. You look at the freshman or freshman coach. That's the first dude that's going to represent your program. First one these kids see. Right, because majority of the freshmen, unless it's somebody really special, aren't playing varsity. No. Just because they're just – well, number one, they're not good enough. Number two, if they are good enough, they're not probably that good to where – unless they're an opportunity where they're going to play that many minutes that's going to be worth their time, right? Mm-hmm. That's few and far – that's probably one in, what, 300 probably kids coming at maybe. If that. If if that. that. There you go. Start there. 
then what then what do you do then then how do you our bodies come in different shapes and sizes so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too that's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. How do you communicate? You can't... This is the thing. I remember... When uh, Coach Grant, who was my football coach, was starting to trying to build a program at, at my high school at Ian Prairie. And the prior coach would have a separation between the varsity and everybody else. Coach Grant came in. So when we would have like pancake feeds or whatever it is, everybody's in it. Program, not team. Program. On top of it, every, every you slowly but surely through the like the – youth football going up through middle school, you start to get a little bit more of their playbook. Mm-hmm. So by the time he gets you, he already knows kind of what, you know, where you could be at, what, what, like, you know, a little bit more about the the playbook. And then also you're able to like expand your program. Like I remember my senior year, we might've had like 50 kids out, man. They got 150. Now granted, that's barely a two deep. Right. Yeah, both sides of the ball. Right. And they sending guys, you know, left and right. And it's not, a, and I'm going to tell you what, the another thing he doesn't do is if you're good enough to play, you're going to play. That's the thing that he's going to do. He, 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 the best player is going to play. So he, it's and then all these guys are involved in the program. So as a, as a as a freshman, and you're seeing these kids, these guys that you're looking up to or have looked up to, you know, imagine being in seventh grade and you finally get into high school and you're seeing somebody that you went and watched play reserve and he's finally starting on varsity. That's a kid you looked up to for. Three years. Mm-hmm. Hey, now you're sitting there and you get to ask him some questions and stuff like that or, or figure out, like, uh, you know, what it takes to get to the level. And they'll watch you. And even though, even though the senior might say, hey, man, I'm watching you, probably isn't, but it's in your mind. That's how you build a program. Yeah, that's how you mm-hmm. build, you know, what the, you know what, what, what you're getting. You always want to know, as a coach, what you're getting. So as a club coach, you know, you want to take tremendous amount of pride of when you send these kids off to these high school programs, they know exactly – who coached them, right? Mm-hmm. You know what the, what the, cause you, cause that's going to make your job easier. So without knowing a relationship between the, the high school coaches down towards the club, but the relationship enough is blindly helping you out. Then that's where you see the problem is. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, some of them need to get out of their own way, get out of their own feelings. And if you really want to be like a, a coach, then go do it. It's not just putting up X's and O's on a Friday night or whatever. Like you got to coach, dude, you you making a commitment, mm-hmm. and so you better start coaching these kids and coaching them for real. And it's not, and it's on and off the field. Is is holding them accountable, helping them become young men, and all that stuff. All the stuff that you like to put up in there, and your in your little books that they hand you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is getting involved with them, learning learning about you know who they really are, what they really want to do, and learning how to you know decipher to it. I think 
you know, like when you look at like say Gretna, right? Um, me and Nick, you know, called them against East. Here's where club club fools people, right? So say when Gretna started their basketball program versus say like when Lincoln Clubs conglomerate started theirs. Probably used to beat the brakes off of Gretna. Mm-hmm. But guess what Gretna was able to do? They were able to grow together. There's no Stay the course. There's nowhere build. else to go. What do you mm-hmm. think, Norris? There ain't nowhere to go out there. There's no uh, East Norris High School. Right. Right. There ain't no Norris West. You're going to Norris. Mm-hmm. Get in where you fit in. Mm-hmm. So if you're not working, you're getting left. So mm-hmm. that's why everybody, like, those kids that, that come play, me for, play for me from Norris, I know what I got. They're going to be disciplined. They're going to be tough. They're going to be able to shoot, and they're going to know basketball. So you could just take them. You don't even have to even put them in. You don't even have to, like, like have them be at 50 practices. You know what they're going to – you know what you got. Right, so the- and, and I think that works both works both ways because Doug on the text line says uh, part of it's that Lincoln built more schools and spread out a little bit of the talent. Maybe, but also there are more schools in Omaha than there are in Lincoln. There are that, more options it, it, up there. Doug's right. Doug's right. But also, I think Doug, as you spread out that talent, so did the standards. Yeah. So did so did the standards, mm-hmm. and that's where the bigger bigger problem is. Yeah. And you and you had to you you envision Lincoln's, Lincoln's going to continue to grow. But then as Lincoln was dominant and Omaha expanded, you got to think, Omaha sp- expanded into Gretna. Mm-hmm. You got to think, just years ago, it was a big deal that Elkhorn South has a high school. Yeah. Now they got another one. They got mm-hmm. Elkhorn North. North. Mm-hmm. So that there's not enough people. Gretna East. Right. To, to sit, feed all that. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, there is because they're coming from the metro. So everybody's getting spread thin. What's not getting spread thin up there is what they're doing, you know, all year round. And um, you know, that's just the difference. But yes, there is our, you know, Mississippi Mud Dog has one here. Well, I'm gonna read one here from my man Doug. Uh here. He says, part of the part of that is that Lincoln built more schools spread out. But also you're right, the middle school sports is so casual that it just pushes kids to fall into the AAU trap, which I think does not make kids much better. That is true, because there's not enough emphasis on fundamentals. <laughs> and then you see high school coaches, they don't develop you during the season. I never understand how high school coaching basketball. So, for instance, and this is not this has nothing to do with me. So, just say a club coach. You get the guys for maybe an hour and a half, twice a week. Mm-hmm. That's if you're not. Generally, it's two hours a week to coach. Then you play all these games. You guys get four practices a week, two games a week. So you get them six days a week, and you ain't got nobody better. <laughs> you get one. You get one. Try playing? harder. Do better. How can you? You can't run that many plays. For that many hours and think that you're going to keep these kids' attention. Right. Right? No. Okay, so I'm making sure I just wasn't in, no, you're that good. big an idiot. Yeah. So then we got my MMM Mississippi Mud Dog. Let's see what he's got popping before we go to break. Middle school sports are a bit of a joke in this town. Not every kid can play club. No reason that high school shouldn't be heavily involved in the middle school programs. or to feel- Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. When I have trouble doing something, figuring out something, right? When you maybe not just be talented or you're just going through a rough patch. I'm able to call my high school coach who's coaching down at Georgia, Georgia. I'm able to call my, I don't coach football, but when I talk to football, I usually call my high school coach or I call my assistant coach and I call other coaches, but those Mm -hmm. are ones, those guys are involved, man. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, (laughs) it's, it's different. I'm, I mean, people, it's just the way that it way. It's just the way that they, they they do things at different places that you have to catch up. You're not going to continue to do the same thing 
and you're not going to hurt anybody's feelings. I think that the thing is that people need to understand the kids welcome the work. They're fine with it. But but kids do not like to lose or get obliterated. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be that once a team comes down 80 that they think most of the time they're going to lose. Omaha just has that that arrogance in, in a positive way, right? I'm not saying that they come down and think they're automatically better, but they know they've put in the work. They know the recent history that, right. hey, we're going to be better prepared. We like our chances to win this game. Lincoln's like, it's got to be an upset. You know What What do we have to do to spring Look, an upset? Just That's just to, a different just mindset. They're just happy to be there. Listen, here, my man Lemon says, ignoring the obvious factor of money, Gretna and Norris are rich. Uh, that's, uh, <laughs> it's something that can't be everything. It, it, it's it's part of it, but it's not, just it's not. It's not. It's not. It, it's not the all all be all factor. It's not mm-hmm. the way that those dudes from Norris approach basketball, and as in class B, is a lot more is a lot more tougher and mentally focused, and it has nothing to do with what their what their you know parents. But what about York football under Coach Snodgrass, right? That, that a rich town? Well, when Carney goes, when when them people go out to Carney and they get they get get pistol whipped, busted. Well, that ain't got nothing to do with being rich. No, it, it I it's a it's a it's a part of it. But let's 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 be honest. Lincoln East and Lincoln Southeast or Southwest, they ain't hurting for money. No. Okay, it, it, so it, it's not about that. It, what it is is here's an example before we go to break. Here's what happens up in Omaha if you want to play football, and just say it's uh maybe during this time or say or whatever. If you're not playing a sport, you know what you're doing early in the morning before practice? Working. Lifting. You know what you're doing afterwards? Throwing, catching, working on your craft. Okay. And then, and then say if you're doing like Warren Academy or with Abdul or something like that, Abdul Muhammad, uh, doing something with him. Okay. Well, then you're, you have to communicate that with the coach. And then they'll still, then that's, you know, part of it. They welcome it. They mm-hmm. understand long as they know. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to play basketball at Bellevue, like say like West, <laughs> I mean, them dudes are there at like from like six to seven thirty. Now it might be open gym, but they doing something, mm-hmm. and then they or they might lift and do whatever, and then they go practice. Now the coaches might not be there, but they they know who's going to be there. Mm-hmm. You you think them cap? You you, you think that you think the team last year that was probably arguably one of the best high school teams record wise and the and the people that they beat, including when they won out in the holiday tournament. You 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 think they just got that by just going to practice? You think they were just that good just showing up in practice? I don't think that. Right. I mean just think about that. I mean like last year, you know, like the you know the Southwest team, they looked like a dang college team. We're coming out there. They had Bun you know, it was a Bun or whatever his name is. He's six eight. You have Frager, he's six eight. You had Chuck Chuck Love Jr. six six. Uh Raylan Smith six three. You know what I mean? Has some other dude. I mean, they look like a dang high school. I mean, a college team. Like a Division II college team. You you roll out with that type of lineup. I'm telling you right now, I'm running through Lincoln like you know what through a tin can. And I'm going to talk junk while I'm doing it too. Mm-hmm. Because that's, that's, that's the standard that they're going to have to be at. But ultimately, the standard has to change. And it's not appreciating what majority of these guys do. I just think they could do more. Um and I know, listen, I will tell you this, the, the flip side, when you have coaches that have to be teachers, that means the time constraint is on them as well. Yeah. And so that has to be recognized as mm-hmm. well. And it has to be appreciated mm-hmm. because they're pulling double duties. And I will tell you this, every coach that coaches, I always tip the cap to them because it's a commitment of your time, energy, 
emotional resources that you didn't necessarily don't have to do. So with that being said, you give them the props. But in reality, I can give you your props, but then also say, listen, man, you need to step up a little bit as well. It's only out of love, though. Mm. So I'm glad you got to do it, and I got to do it. So, uh, With that being said, we're going to take a quick break. Jay Foreman, Austin Norman, Old School. We'll be right back. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 